Ishmael, I'm a photographer here in Dayton, Ohio. Excited to host another session. So I'm gonna go down the list and let you guys kind of introduce yourselves. We can start with D Watkins. Okay, uh, my name is D Watkins. Uh, I'm an R&B singer. Has anybody heard the music? I feel no, like bro, I'm looking forward right? to it. Uh, I got a new single called Try that I just dropped awesome. about, about a week ago. So if you type that in on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, you know. Right next, we got Kiri. I'm a I'm an artist here from Dayton, and uh, I love to be organic. And I think when it comes to agendas, I'm gonna have a lot to say. I'm gonna have a lot to say because I'm an independent artist and thinker, yeah. and I don't like to limit myself by being closed-minded. So let me start by intro introducing myself in that way. Okay, Wes. All right. So my name is Wes. Um, code name Wes the Tech, and. You know, I'm a music producer, also a music business coach, you know, and I, I empower independent recording artists to start a full-time music business. So they basically no longer have to work outside of their craft. You know, I guide them to the different steps to how to actually achieve that. You That's said you're down in Florida, awesome. right? Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I, uh, I finished my master's at Full Sail. Um, Full Sail, Okay. Year. Yeah, so and my, uh, my degree was in entertainment business too. So I definitely mm. think it's important for people to kind of make sure that as many ways as possible, you're like monetizing, monetizing your interests and monetizing your quote unquote hobby so that you can really turn into a career outside of just, you know, the Absolutely. virality of everything. So yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So to hop into the discussion, what agendas do you feel are being pushed through the music industry? Like a big one that has been talking about now with the release of his album with uh, Lil Nas X album is the quote unquote gay agenda. Um, with that, we also have the emasculation of men that kind of ties into that. But then we also have like the hypersexuality of women. So like what agendas do you feel are purposely being pushed through music entertainment? Um, honestly, I feel like all those, thing, all those things are being pushed through the uh, music industry. Um, but I think what's deep to me is it all depends on the fan base of the artist because it's like Lil Nas has his own fan base and um the the gay community they love him so they kind of have that artist then you go to like Drake you got the R&B singers rappers like myself you know I love Drake so he he's in that community so I feel like it's subjective I feel like music is subjective to to the fans you know what I'm saying because sometimes we can think of it as an agenda but sometimes you almost offend people by not being a part of somebody else's fan group. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's kind of, it's weird like that, you know? Cause I think one, one time I did almost offend somebody just by like, I mean, I, I'm just not a fan of Lil Nas and I was just kind of shocked by what he was doing. But then everybody else was like, man, why, why are you acting like that? Like, why are you just, and then I was just like, well, I, I, it's just a different time, you know? So that's just how I feel. It's just, it's just a different time. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a smart way of looking at it, really, because then you're not you're not ready to get offended about something that, you know, isn't made for you. Exactly. I think that's a smart way to look at it. I mean, certain things are made the, for that's certain the only people. Way, that's the only way I could kind of like comprehend it, because it was kind of like when I was when I was just taught, I'm used to how the industry was almost in like the early 2000s or like um the mid 2000s it changes almost every five years so now everything is out in the open so you can pretty much do whatever you want to do and if you be like no why you do that then people they be like oh you're homophobic because you don't like little Nas I'm like nah I just you know I'm just not used to that you know what I'm saying 
No, definitely. I mean, for me, I feel I feel there's there's definitely an agenda when it comes to that, especially with record labels, because quite frankly, they're starving right now. You know, with the rise of independent music, with the rise of social media, the record label is needed less and less. You know, so because they're needed less and less, they try to find bigger fan bases in other areas. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to push for people in the gay community to listen to music and people from just all of these different places. I mean, I think just recently there's like this country artist that did a song, you know, and Young Thug was listening to it. And it's like, okay, now they're trying to grasp the country fans. They're just trying to grasp fans from all these different places to stay afloat. Yeah, because you know right. right now we really don't we don't necessarily especially we don't necessarily need the industry anymore it's like operators with phones you know there was a time that we were so dependent on them but now they don't even exist no more you know what i mean yeah. oh yeah um i got i got um a couple things i thought about that i wanted to share with you guys um, i think in in general so uh, the music industry is trying to sell records. They're trying to promote people spending money on music. So at the end of the day, the things that people do in the music industry are for the purpose of promoting music, but they go in, about it in such a roundabout way that you don't realize that they're making you mad, but it's really just to promote music. Yeah. Like you might think, oh, this is for pushing this agenda. This is for pushing uh, this group, this community's perspective on people but in reality it's actually i i think it's just the music industry trying to sell music and promote music Absolutely. and by doing and, and to do that they're making people mad mm -hmm. you know and getting I, people to just talk about musicians just because of how much crazy uh you know hype is surrounded by their name and controversy Absolutely. that's something been going on way longer than five years ago so i think five years from now that's one thing that's not going to change you're still going to have the music industry's uh, uh, promotions of people dividing and just hating each other mm -hmm. for for like no reason other than because they want money. But of yeah. course, because that that stuff sells. At the end of the day, you you know what I'm saying. I mean, you look you look back at Jay Z. Like when he really started to peak is when he had the scuff with Nas. You know when they were going back and forth at it. You know like even the current you know this whole Drake and Kanye thing like. Kanye has controversy with something every time he's about to drop a project. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So obviously it's all to promote the music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When Graduation came out, it was him and 50. You know, when the, the Christian album came out, it was he wants to be president. So he builds it up in such a way that people just gravitate. Like you said, it's, it's just all for the paper. Which is wild because I don't feel like I... I don't feel like I get on TMZ. I don't I don't get on those type of websites, those tabloid websites to really eat up, eat up that stuff. I don't really eat that stuff. No, yeah, for sure, but you got to look at like other people like like let's say the Drake and Kanye for example. They both were just picking at each other. Nobody was saying anything definitively. <laughs> it was like, "Oh, if mm -hmm. you want to know what I got to say about the situation, go listen to my album." You get what I'm saying? And that's mm -hmm. both of their approaches on it. So when both albums finally release, boom, millions of streams off rip because everybody yeah. wants to know what, what they want to talk it's like, about. 
it was even so, as far as to be like, oh, I'm team Donda. Yeah, or, exactly. Or I'm, or I'm yeah. CLB gang or something, no, something ridiculous you, like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, do y'all think they're using kind of like developing these agendas to kind of use alongside social media or to kind of combat social media? Because now with social media, you can't really get away with saying certain things in your music because if we don't see you living that way or doing the things you say you're doing, now people are less likely to kind of buy in. So do you think that there's more of an effort to kind of use that with or against social media because with social media, there's so many ways that you can kind of promote your music, get your music out there, get those streams, get that attention. So what do y'all think about that? Well, for me, I I, I think that's <clears throat> when it comes to these artists, they're definitely using social media as their advantage, you know, especially, you know, when we're talking about major artists, you know, because we get to, we get to take a peek at the life that they want to show. Mm -hmm. as much as they want to show it you know so like like going back to that same beef it was heightened because of the little snippets of things that they were posting on social media you know back then we it's only you know word of mouth oh this what jay-z said about nas this was not said about jay -Z, but we never really knew but in this day and age though drake will post a snippet saying something about kanye and that gets a million views and it just it pushes them but at the same time social media is the main reason why the record labels are starving are starving more now than before because you got cats like Cardi B who blew up on social media. She didn't need a record label. You know how many I mean? people do you think uh, had a job at a record label and now have a job at a social media company? I feel like it's possible. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, it might have mm -hmm. even shifted towards that direction, mm -hmm. especially because it's about the same size. I mean, these are billion dollar companies. Social media is they're not small companies. They're huge, probably bigger than any record label ever. Absolutely. They've been working together a lot um, on things to kind of promote their artists and promote their labels on social media. Like I know Sony has a like a university uh, partnership that they do where you can actually an organization or your school can partner with Sony and do different things like host um, album release parties. They even had something where they were giving out like movie tickets for like movies where Sony um was like the main producer behind the soundtrack so they're kind of being intentional on kind of crossing those boundaries of the music industry now includes social media whereas before it was like a tool so it's kind of interesting to see that and even how they're being intentional on what they kind of are and aren't doing or showing on social media from the label's perspective it definitely makes it hard i think harder for indie artists to get their music across uh, because of social media. Now, I will say there's pros and cons to everything, but it used to be a pro was like, okay, let's say you post a, a snippet of your song on your story on Facebook. Okay, mm -hmm. let's say you have like 700 friends or 700 followers. And uh, it used to be like 150 or more, like 200, 250 sometimes people would see that story in one day within 24 hours. I'm talking just about three years ago. Now they've tightened up the algorithm and they're making it harder and they're monetizing people's attention on your own friends list. So it's like, not only now do you have to do the work to get the followers and to get the people watching you, but you also have to pay money just for your own people that already follow you just to see it. Because it's like, then you're banking too hard on, on their dime, on Facebook's Absolutely. dime and on Instagram's dime. You're all of a sudden, you're making more money than the people that work there and they yep. don't like that. So it's yep. like, what? It's like, so I, I really like in the, on, on the pro side of things, I really like the tools that social media has given me 
as an indie artist to be able to share my music. I love it. I really do. But I despise, I really don't like the fact that they are making it tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter to where it's like, I'm working a nine to five to, mm -hmm. to save my money to try to, to try to make it full time in the music. And y'all yeah. are making it harder because I'm giving you my money right back for what? And it's like, it's almost like setting me back. Whereas mm -hmm. it was fine three years ago. I was, enough people were seeing me three years ago to where I was getting st reliable streams. Now streams are harder to get. Not to mention every day there's like how many 60,000 songs uploaded to spot to DistroKid and to Spotify. Yeah. So it's yeah. getting more flooded and it's getting tighter. So these tools are not ideal. They're actually, they're getting more frustrating to deal with. You know, so I have a question on that topic that you're covering right now. So like with that in mind as an artist, well, with you two being artists, how does that influence the music that you create? Like, because now music, now instead of it just being about the music and how it sounds, how it makes you feel. A lot of it too is like selling a lifestyle. And part of selling somebody a lifestyle, you have to fall in line with the certain agendas that you're either supporting or combating in the industry. Because on the other end of all these agendas is also cancel culture. If you say you don't like Lil Nas X, you're gonna be labeled as homophobic and now you're quote unquote canceled. So how does that influence how you work with people in the industry, how you create your music, who you decide to work with? Like how does all that? work together i would say just my opinion work with artists that that you like i'm not i'm i'm getting there but i'm not on the level yet where i can get a drake feature or i can get a chris brown feature but just work with people that you're familiar with so it ain't it ain't no clashing if you find somebody that's you know out of your element if they want to work with you cool but just do something that you already on i'm already an r&b singer so why not try to get a summer walker feature or or a black feature or Russ. Y'all ever heard of Russ? Yeah, of course. He's dope, yeah. man. Dude, he dope. You know, I just discovered yeah. him about like a couple months ago. Like mm -hmm. he's really dope, man. He put out a lot of content. And he don't even care. He don't he don't care. He's been all. doing it, he's been doing it for years. And he started off independent too. See? Exactly. Yeah. So he, yeah. you know, he don't care. He like, y'all here, y'all gonna take it. And and the confidence. It's half the battle too, but as far as like, I would want to work with Russ. It's, it's that R and B soul vibe. Work with work with people that's familiar versus like somebody like that. I mean, if I call up Lil Nas, cool. If you want to work, I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I have a limit. I still keep mystery, and like, I'm not just gonna do anything in the music video because I you know just like, work with somebody that's gonna be fun. So that way, when yeah. I'm out, it's fun and it's not forced because people going, they're going to feel it. It's a feeling. Absolutely. And I hear that music, they're going to be like, ah, this kind of sounds forced. This don't sound organic. Yeah. If you work yeah. with somebody you already love, it's all going to be tight, you know? Absolutely. And you do, and you got to do as much features as possible because yep. their fans can end up becoming your friends and vice versa. You know what yep. I'm saying? And, and then when it comes down to like the whole, you know, like censoring your music or kind of making music to fit to a certain thing, like I've always had that model be yourself you know what i'm saying whatever yourself is just be that because there's gonna be a fan base out there for it you know what yeah. i'm saying as much as you know like when the baby came out with the whole homophobia and everything as much as yeah. a, a bunch of people were like cancel culture there was a whole nother group of of fans that he ended up gaining from that who agrees with that with, with that mentality yeah you get what i'm saying no different than you look at the election it's, it was split pretty much down down the middle, as polarizing as those two candidates were, it was split down the middle. They both had a major fan base, regardless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So 
as long as you stay true to yourself, people who agree with your mindset are going to become your fans. You know, the hard part is just finding those people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really the hard part is, is how do I find those people? Oh, another agenda that's kind of being pushed right now, and we're even seeing it kind of crossing over now into sports, is like COVID and the vaccine and all this different stuff. Oh. God. Then, yeah. when, even there was what juvenile and Manny first did the the vex vex that ass song. <laughs> so, so like how when things like that are being pushed in <laughs> kind of in the culture, how does that influence the kind of things you're gonna work on? Like, would y'all be willing to work on a song about COVID and the vaccination or to speak up on behalf of no like the industry? <laughs> Because, like, right now, they want LeBron to be, like, the face of get vaccinated for the NBA. But he's saying, like, I understand what y'all doing, but I can't do that. That's not my decision to make for the entire league. No, so, like, how do y'all feel when it comes to things like that controversial? For me, yeah, that's that... too serious. Like, that is too mm-hmm. serious. I, I make art. I don't make uh, propaganda. Like, mm-hmm. that's so serious. Like, there's government uh, people that get paid to do that kind of research. I just want to make music that makes people happy. I want people to have a good time. I want people to be healthy, yeah, and have a good message. But if I was to ever get asked to do something like that, I would not feel comfortable doing that. For me, tell people how to live their lives or what they should do. That's that's beyond music for me. That's beyond art for me. I'm I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Like a vaccine commercial, if it was like the right check, I'd do it. And I (laughs) and I had a song on there. I don't know why. It's just. That's not that's not a problem for me. You know what I'm saying? What if you didn't believe in it though? Like, what if it was against your beliefs? You get what I'm saying? Like, if they're like, "Oh, you gotta do, you know, get vaccinated," but in your belief, you're like, "Nah, no, I don't want to get vaccinated. None of that." Hey, you know I, I, I came in the game for for to do music and for my music yeah. to take up, not for what I say or what somebody is paying me to be willing to say. And I feel that, but like I say, I always think of like as an independent artist is visibility, you know, and Mm. when it comes to vaccination, it's terrible now, but I mean, COVID ain't going nowhere. It don't seem like it's slowing down. Hopefully it disappears. But like, if somebody was like, Hey, yo D, uh, can you uh, sing a song about the vaccination? And they, and the check is right. Yeah. Would you be a part of a project uh, like say somebody wanted to put an album of songs saying not to get vaccinated and the check is right? Would you be willing to be a part of something like that? Saying not to get vaccinated? No, nah, I wouldn't yeah. do that. Like if it was just well, like that's, that's what we say. That's what we say. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. If it's like if it's like negative, like negative <laughs> if it's in contrast <laughs> to your beliefs, yeah. exactly. No, I you got know. you. Uh no, nah, I probably would. Yeah. And you know it's it's tough because like like I remember the whole you know the whole George Floyd thing you know that polarizing topic mm-hmm. and everything like that. Oh, okay. I remember when you know when the riots and things started happening. You know I, I run a music studio as well. You know and I engineer for artists and you know for that whole month I probably had like twelve different artists that came in and did like a George Floyd song. You know about police brutality yeah. and everything like that. And it's like. For me, I feel I feel like on both sides, it's like I know that some of you guys probably been through it as well, and you're letting out the frustration of what you've been through. But at the same time, are you just trying to milk this particular situation? 
you know, and drop something because this is the climate of what we're talking about right now. You just try to make a buck off of this man losing his life. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, it's tough. You know what I mean? And then, and that's what I'm saying about being an artist. It's tough. When do you say yes? When do you say no? Mm-hmm. Facts. I think it's about when you're trying to when you're trying to be in front of people when you're trying to get as many fans as possible. What if it's like a a nice opportunity to be in front of the camera, nice check, but the topic isn't what you believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's know. about because even as a as a photographer and like having that artist perspective, a lot of art is kind of subjective and up to your interpretation, but some stuff is just right in your face. So I think it's about drawing that line about who you are versus like the things that you're putting out. Because, you know, there was Lil Nas X got popular because of Old Town Road. And there was some like kind of sexually suggestive stuff in there, but that song was kind of really about nothing. But then Mm -hmm. when you started really making music and like becoming the artist that also tied into who he was as well, now you start to see where people are kind of like, okay, wait, hold on. Like you're yeah. too sure to okay. say certain things, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. But I don't think Lil Nas X necessarily came up with like, respectfully speaking, I don't think he came up with those ideas that he's using now. they just are there. They're like tools for ways for him to get money to, yeah. to sort of aggravate people or, or play the the divider in, in certain situations. I think and, it's um, yeah, the labels, the companies, the people putting up the money for him that says we need more money than this back, right? Yeah. Because it and, all runs and, off and it's terms. something that's never been done. So people, people are really like, of course, you had that in rock, you know what I'm saying? You had that in other genres, but hip hop, there's never really been a little Nas X. You know what I'm saying? When I look at the Cardi B's and the Megan Thee Stallions, to me, that's that's normal, you get what I'm saying? Because we got the Foxy Browns, the Lil' Kims and all of that. Like there's always been eras that we've had uh, overly sexualized women hip hop artists, but now you got, you know, uh, a homosexual male hip hop artist. And it's like, whoa, all right, that's different. You know what I'm saying? And pe- yeah. people really don't even know how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But because it's new and it's fresh, people gravitate to it. But you know Wes, I mean? don't you think that it kind of, sorry to interrupt but don't you think it kind of plays into the uh like taking advantage of young insecure people by putting all these things in their way and make them feel all these feelings that they've never had before and then by then getting the money from them is really what it's about but we got to understand like like um what what he was saying earlier is the era that we're in you know it's very rare to watch a show now that doesn't have a homosexual in it you get what i'm saying like it's very rare to watch a movie that doesn't have it's just it's just it's just uh, growing in our culture so much that so many people are accepting it you know what i'm saying and there's there's no right or wrong or whether you want to accept it or not that's just your own beliefs but it's some it's a big topic you know what i'm saying especially for our generation so there's there's a place for profit to be made and that's what i feel like Lil nas x and his team came across and it was like hmm this could make us profit you know what i mean Cause now he's just over. Now he's over the top with. I mean, showing up with a pregnant belly and things like that. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. You you could you know, and you <laughs> literally have people who support you know the homosexual community like starting to question, yo, is he being gay for pay right now? Like, what is this? Because he's so over the top with it. And but when you see stuff like that, you know that it's a money grab. You know what I mean? Well, if, if at the end of the day, the 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 overall feeling, the overall general like sentiment is that we should be proud that we're including everybody now and mm-hmm. be real there's other people you're not including too besides that's facts. That's that facts. are being included now so 
And that's and that's what I'm saying. That's the, that's the flip side. That's the flip side of art. It's kind of like you, like I said in the beginning, you offending somebody, but you including another community. So it's kind of like it's no wrong, right or wrong answer. All I say is everybody just needs to respect everybody. Don't nobody need to be getting mad, trying to fight based mm-hmm. on art. That's that's what I be um mm-hmm. Trying to make a point and prove in my music is it's all positivity. Even a, even another artist, they might you know do something that's just off the wall. But like anything with me, would you do a fake beef? Would you ever do like a fake orchestrated beef with no. another artist? No. You wouldn't. No, no way. I've no. seen that done. I don't, I, don't, I don't want that. I don't want that type of energy because I want to see me. I want it to be all just chill R and B. We just vibe. See, yeah, I, yeah. that's partly yeah. because you do an R and B. Because right, you know, I can get away. A beef, hip hop, yeah. a beef could go a you long to. way for a hip hop artist's career. When you are, when it you does. a rapper, like, that's a part of the game. Like when I was saying. younger, when I was younger, mm-hmm. oh my god, I used to love what's beef. I used to watch that all the time. Like Same 50, with the young cats now. Fifty you know Cent, the game that was like what mm-hmm. was popping, mm-hmm. and like. <laughs> They don't really do beefs like they used to. Like beefs used to be serious. No, yeah, people used to die back then. Yeah, yeah, real. Yeah, <laughs> real. Yeah, like you. Yeah. It, it's a rap. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now, yeah. now instead of like beef culture, it's almost like hive culture. Like how are you saying like mm. Team Donda versus Team CLB? Yeah, so, like, I'm talking more of just yeah that it, kind of. A so beef. like so, so now instead of yeah, like yeah. beef is kind of being replaced with that's kind of like. Just it's almost like they're drawing the lines. It's like, well, if you listen, if you like Drake's new album, you can't like Donda when it's really yeah. like, yeah. kind of yeah. you know enjoy both. But even in those instances, in those same instances, there are people like developing like smaller agendas and that. Like during the whole Kanye thing, it was everybody was trying so hard to figure out what the meaning behind everything was that mm-hmm. it was like kind of taking a voice of his own. So now it's all these people who are Kanye fans saying oh, his album really saying this, and this is why he's coming at Drake. And then on the other hand, Drake, when he dropped his album cover, everybody is like, I don't know what it means, but now you have people like, oh, it's because the album was late. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of just everything creates kind of a narrative of its own. And it's important because like the biggest thing from the Drake and Kanye beef, neither one of them said anything. There were no interviews. There were no press statements. Everything was memes, Instagram posts, text message threads. People were just creating these own narratives. So it's, it was kind of interesting to see where everything went when you can't really say there was an agenda behind the beef to kind of promote both of their albums because nothing was ever said exclusively on either their behalf. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to see where the industry is going and how they're taking advantage of kind of social media and the way you can kind of shape your messaging to kind of fit one way. So when people do stuff out like Lil Nas X, that's why it's so jarring because it's just like, you're a brand new artist and you're going these limps like how do we know what's real and what's fake mm-hmm. and, and and not only that the acceptance i feel like the acceptance is already there because you got tyler the creator right yeah. who years ago he came out you know what i'm saying and he won a grammy last last grammy awards you get what i'm saying for and Tyler, the creator, is, like, accepted by like everybody you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to go to those lengths so, like, like you said, it really makes you wonder, like, damn, why is he going like this, though? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it seems like there's more to it. Well, the agenda that I want to push, if I'm going to push any agendas in my music, 
is like making people think more about why there is so much money in social media and collecting data on people and why there isn't more money on people eating healthy. Like, why aren't there more organic restaurant choices in my city? Why is there only a handful? Mm-hmm. I think there should be more here. And sometimes, you know, people who live in Dayton, uh, you know, witness what goes on and how it is here over the years. And they see that sometimes it feels like what's happening here in Dayton is on purpose. Like, it's like, for some reason, there's a lot of money here, but it's not being used in certain investing ways that would make things better. And it just sort of seems like that whole thing is an agenda not having to do with the music industry in itself, keeping the money in some, some, some uh, invisible force field has all the money, uh, top 1%, uh, mm-hmm. Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, somebody has a lot of money that are, that's able to print it whenever they want. But for mm-hmm. some reason, the average working person is having a very hard time getting a hold of that money to fix problems in their life. But yet mm-hmm. there's plenty, you know, there's plenty of opportunities for them to waste that money. But how about mm-hmm. the opportunities to grow that money? So I think that there's an agenda that I want to push. Yeah, it's make yourself independent, make yourself not have to do a corporate tap dance and not make yourself have to sign objectives or uh, I'm sorry, contracts where you have to do whatever you're told, even if you disagree with them. Absolutely. And that's important. Ownership ownership is a huge aspect of that as well, because as we see like these different areas kind of grow, like everything was always New York. Then it became New York and California. Now it's mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Now the Midwest is getting a part of it with Chicago and Detroit. And you, it's kind of important for it. Even if you do develop these partnerships versus signing these contracts, it's important to kind of make sure the wealth kind of goes back into the city. Because that is true. One thing about Dayton, there is a lot of welfare, but you don't know where it is because certain areas suffer so much. Like last year, we had, it was a whole thing about getting a community grocery store put on the west side of Dayton. And you would never think in 2021 that a city has to have community members come together to put a grocery store on the side of town where there's no grocery store. And you kind of see that in places like New York where Manhattan, Brooklyn, these places are now affluent suburb areas that they weren't 20 years ago because of places like the music industry, the entertainment industry and the kind of impact that they've had. So it's kind of important for, you kind of see it in Detroit and you even see it with how Ari or whoever, money bag your girlfriend, they just bought him land in Tennessee mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, Young Thug's management bought him land. So you kind of starting to see that reinvestment starting to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like that's an important agenda that's starting to be pushed in the industry that I'm excited to see Honestly, how yeah. that evolves in the next 10 years too. But yeah, I definitely agree with that. Well, you guys notice how Lizzo gets so much hate Man, that's wow. And yeah. I like Liz, I actually I like Lizzo's music. And she's like she's super talented and she seems like a cool person. But like for some reason, it's just all the hatred is just like a magnet to that woman's like mm-hmm. social medias. Every time she does a video, every time she does it opens her mouth, somebody oh, has something man. negative to say. And I don't understand why. And I feel like it's just because she seems nice. And for some reason, nice equals not no profits, no money. So it's yeah, like maybe nice. somebody has a problem with her pushing the agenda of just being a nice person. Who knows? She I don't. I don't know if she is nice, but it's she, just what I what I see. Yeah, she doesn't fit the prototype. It's the same reason why you know when we had Drake, um, J Cole, and and Kanye and um, Drake, um, J Cole, and um, um, freaking Kendrick is the word I'm looking for. Right? They kind of came as like the three kings of hip hop, but Drake ended up catapulting above Kendrick and Cole when it comes to popularity and things like that. 
And when you notice, you're like, yo, why is that? It's the controversy. Kendrick don't get into no controversy. J. Cole don't get into no controversy. They just make music, right? It could be so the sound too. Though. Tired of their music. You said what? It could be the sound because Drake has kind of like a really like even if you don't know English, you could really like Drake's music. I think more than very true, but of his cadence and his melody. Very true, but I also think of I also think of the Pusha T incidents and like if you look up if you look at Drake's history like within the past like ten years. There's been a lot of controversy. He's had controversy with so many different nah, things, right. so many different things. Yeah, and it's right. just like if you're not having controversy, people are gonna stop listening to your music, which is crazy, right? But it that's that's what it seems like is going on, you know what I mean? But yeah. the real music heads still know because obviously Kendrick won that uh, Grammy for his album over Drake and things like that. But when it comes to like the controversy is really catapulting these artists to another level. Cardi it B is full of controversy, you know what I mean? And she catapulted, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, you've been seeing that again since before five, uh, long after five years ago, and we'll see it five years from now. Mm. You know, we're going to be seeing the controversy being pushed. That's also mm. not something that I want to do with my music. It seems like, mm. D, it seems like you don't want to do that kind of a thing either. You seem like a chill, you're a chill R&B singer. You yeah, man. Yeah, like I keep it spiritual. I don't know how about how about you, hey, but spirit spiritual success is also is is more important to me than material success. Which material success is constantly all day pushed by the music yeah. industry. Because yeah. I feel like I feel like the whole goal should be to make people feel good when it comes to art. Like life is already hard. Enough. Life is already hard enough. So when somebody's trying to listen to music, you're trying to feel good. Nobody really trying to look and just. And that's what artists, they don't understand. I was just talking to my homie about this not too long ago. He said, uh, he said, Cardi B said she's not a role model. So, you know, why do you be questioning Lil Nas or different artists on what they do? I said, well, they said that, but they lying to you because you are a role model. When you become an artist and you have a following, you're an instant role model. Whether you want to be or not. Mm -hmm. Exactly. My Instagram hit 90K. Even before that, 20K, 15K, I knew of certain things I just can't post because when I would post it, people would be sending me messages like, wait, wait, whoa, what are you doing? Why this and that? And I said, okay, I got to make sure I just don't post anything because you might offend somebody. You know what I'm saying? You got to think. You got to think when you're doing songs. You got to think when you, when you have a look, you influencing the culture, you know? When you're in the spotlight, you're going to be a role model no matter what. Exactly. You don't decide to be a role model, like they choose you. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind mm-hmm. of hard to, and I, and you sign up for it though. Even if even if yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yep. You say I want to be an artist. I want to be a rapper. I want to be a singer. You didn't sign up to be a role model. Period. So mm-hmm. if it's negative, you're influencing the public negatively. If it's positive, you're influencing them positively. It's up to the artist because you can do both either either one. It's up to you. But with me, it's all positive. You know what well, I'm saying? I still think that being nice is worth it at the end of the day, whether or not you make yeah. money from it. And uh it just being just being nice feels good. And yeah. I'm gonna keep doing it. So nobody's gonna con- con- convince bro. me to start being a jerk to people just because it's worth money. Because there's certain people that have that in their mind from for some reason, it seems like from the time of birth that like in their inner circles, the more mean we are to everybody, the better, the more powerful we are. And yeah. uh, I'd rather take power away from all that being mean and just put power into being nice. 
I'm with him. Courteous to people, man. <laughs> like, yeah, just courteous to the guy at the gas station, to everybody, man. Just not be a, just not be a, a sleazy person that's willing you, to just step on you, somebody. And you really, and you really do not want that type of energy. When mm-hmm. You don't want that type of energy. six mm-hmm. nine energy is crazy. It's like you, you want a death wish. That's what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. Like when you, when you're that successful, and you like f everybody. Mm-hmm. it's inevitable you know what i'm saying yeah but- and you know it's it, it's crazy you say that because you know it's a touchy subject because you know i've had conversations with people in the past when it came to to xxx you know what i'm saying oh, like yeah, yeah it, it hurt my oh, soul dude. when it happened to him you know what i'm saying yeah, you know sad. being young and everything like that too same thing for pop smoke but when yeah. you go back and you listen to some of the things that they used to say and things like that i'm like man you should have yeah. never said that you know what i'm saying you don't know hey, what look. enemies we create that's the type of things certain people are willing to do for attention or or Mm -hmm. for money or for fame i've Mm -hmm. i've witnessed i'm not i'm not gonna say any names because i'm not the type of person to 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 throw people under the bus but somebody i personally know got Mm -hmm. famous got a record deal and i actually Mm -hmm. ran into them in the mall i saw them in the mall they had their whole entourage with them and they Mm act like they didn't know me Mm -hmm. and that kind of that really hurt my feeling because they made eye contact with me and i was like hey and they just kept walking Mm -hmm. Oh, and bad. I was like, really, like, man, we used to rap in the basement together, homie. Like, uh, yeah. Honestly, obviously, I'm gonna have a problem with that, but I'm not gonna publicly say anything because I'm not that type of guy. Because it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I have my own life, but just man, that's, that's so what fame will do, man. It'll make people think they're deep. so important, and they're not even yeah. gonna say hi to you no more when they see you. But it's <laughs> weird because, like, I also feel like it depends on the person, right? Because. I remember when I was a kid, DMX came to our mall one time, you know, and this one, he was popping up. Right. He was taking pictures with everybody, you know what I'm saying? He literally just came to T-Mobile, and there was an issue with his bill, which is hilarious, because it's like, bro, you're DMX, you should be rich. But he was right. taking, he was mad down to earth, took pictures with everybody, you know what I'm saying? Right. Bought all the kids ice cream, and he was just straight up down to earth, you know what I'm saying? So it's weird to me when I hear stuff like that because it's like, bro, you don't even got to be like that. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, you don't even have to be like you that. You don't even got to be like that. You're still going to yeah. have your entourage. You're still going to be famous. You know what I'm saying? None of that's going to change just yeah. by being real. You know what I'm saying? But mm. it's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Um, first and foremost, thank you, everybody, for taking part in this discussion. I really appreciate it. Um, without you guys and your guys' input, this show would not be possible. So really appreciate all your feedback and everything. Um, And then the only other thing that I was going to mention was the Saturday sessions. Um, It's a brand new thing we just started. It happens every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. if you guys are available. I know Kiri and Wes are signed up for the next one. So Ishmael and Dee, if y'all can make it, that would be great. Um, And it's just an open conversation. Once you sign up, you can put in what topic you'd like to discuss. Um, I think, Kiri, you had mentioned something as far as like distribution and copyrights. I forgot what it was, royalties for this upcoming Saturday. Yeah, the different royalties. Yeah. I got a video for that. Yes. Break down for you. <laughs> yes. Awesome. So Wes is like a, a mastermind at that. So Wes will be there and we can definitely go in depth about um, yes. your topics <laughs> and you can explain what you're wanting to know and then we can talk about it with anyone else who's on there. But I know y'all too will be there. Um, and then anyone else who submits, I know there was another person that was kind of hitting on what you were talking about tonight, Carrie, as far as like positive messages and music and how to spread that um, on a more 
wider scale, I guess. So okay. we'll see what he's talking about for that. And then anyone else who joins throughout the week, but I'll send an email on Friday with kind of the topics to everybody who's attending that call. And then from there, everybody will kind of be aware and prepared for Saturday morning session. So if you guys are able to make it and currently it is free, we'll see down the line. I want to make it part of a membership um, because it seems to be really helpful for everybody that has you know, been involved so far or who has heard the idea. So, but for right now it's free, but I will let everybody know well in advance if there is a fee involved, but yes, please join. And yeah, that's all the announcements I had. So we're good. Oh, yeah, I really so appreciate it. You guys. Thanks everybody. Yeah. Good talking to y'all. All right. Yes. Yep, all right. Have every, you you know. too. Everybody have a good night and feel free to reach out at any time. Oh, Mr. Mike, open. Take care, be safe. Mike, open.